welcome in to your weekly sports breakdown. I'm Asher, co-hosting with Jackson, and it's time. We know you've been waiting for it. You've been you've been um, refreshing your podcast page every two seconds for the last five days because you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for the NFC AFC Championship game predictions. And it's an exciting time. We know, and we don't blame you for just waiting and scrolling. But when you get this, just know. You're welcome. We're recording it now, so... Yeah, so Jackson, want to give a refresh on what's happening with the predictions records? Yeah, so, um, I think that Asher is making me, uh, refresh the prediction records just because I'm, uh, I'm losing. I think he, he likes seeing me being the one to make the announcement, but anyway. Um, let's just put it this way. If you don't like saying it now, you're gonna hate saying it after this, after this week when I increase my lead over you. Okay, we'll see. But anyway... Um, we're tied in the overall playoff prediction records, and in the spread yes. prediction records, Asher is beating me by one. So, still very close, still anyone's game, obviously. Um, yeah. uh, don't worry, um, everybody watching this show, I'm going to overtake Asher this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sure. So. Yeah. Well... Yeah, just to recap, so we're both 6-4, and four. soon I'll, I'll be 10, oh, so just in case you forgot, because, I don't know, you may not, like, listen to every single detail, every single word we say, um, for the NFC AFC Championship games, instead of just it counting for one, we're gonna have it count for two games, because yeah. we don't, we don't think it's gonna be, um, it's kind of fair if, like, Chiefs-Bills is the same, like, as an AFC Championship game, is the same weight as, like, Rams-Seahawks was, where, like, no one even cares about that game, really. Sorry, Seahawks and Rams fans. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so it's gonna be two. It's worth two points, and we can actually split the points. So, that's gonna be interesting. You can take a one-and-one, which is pretty much like a wash. Like, you're gonna say, oh, it's like, this game doesn't even count, and you're kind of banking on the fact that the other person's gonna miss, but we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Do you wanna shall we just jump right in? I mean, we have a whole show. We have some NBA power rankings planned, but other than that, we have two games to cover. And shall we go into the first one? Sure. Okay. So, um, <laughs> NFC Championship game: Bucks Packers. Now, this one is super interesting. You have. One of the best offense, like the best offense in the league in terms of points per game. One of the best in yardage per game. And I mean, the tale of these two is it's the quarterbacks, right? I mean, you can't you can't argue with that. It's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. You have Aaron Rodgers in, I mean, I would give him a seventy percent chance of winning the MVP. And you have Tom Brady. He's forty three, and he's in his fourteenth conference finals. First NFC. He was in thirteen AFC ones. So. Yeah, yeah so well, yeah, as we all know, um, nobody strikes more fear into the opponents than Tom Brady does in the playoffs. Yes. Um, in the playoffs, we've seen it every single year. Tom Brady just raises his game to another level. Um, you know, that's one of the hallmarks of a true legendary player. And even though I don't like saying it, Tom Brady is arguably the best yes. NFL player, football player to ever play the game. So, um, well, yeah, I, I would... I would put him top two, two all time. And it's up to you guys, the listeners. If Jackson, you want to pick to him. Decide. No, top three. It's up to you guys if you want to pick him. Oh. 
Joe Montana or Sammy yeah. Ball? Sammy Ball. Completely your I'm choice. Sorry. I have, I'm going I with have Sammy Ball. I still not Ball. looked him up. I still not looked him up, by the way. So Jesus. I'm sorry. I still have no idea who he is. Sammy Ball led the league in passing yardage, interceptions, and punting yardage in the same season. That's all you need to know about him. Well, James Winston also led the league in passing yards and interceptions in the same season. No, no, no. no. I mean, that like, interceptions, good. like, got Yes, I, I know what you mean, but James Winston also led the league in interceptions in a bad way, but still in interceptions. I don't know. I'm just going to say, well, it's, it's the, up this, to you guys. It's not the same stat. Who you... It's up to you guys who you put in that second slot with Tom Brady. But all I'm saying is Tom Brady's one of those top two. In my top opinion, three. it's Joe Montana. Um, you could say it's Steve Young. You could say Dan Marino. You could not say one. it's Steve Young. You could say maybe Aaron Rodgers could make a case for it. Mm, Although, I don't you know. Could say, you could say, um, like, Peyton Manning, maybe. Peyton Manning, yeah, he's he's good, but he's not like that. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, he's like. I guess you're right. Yeah, you could say. Um, I mean, Tom Brady leads the. I mean, best all most all time passing TDs. I think it's most yard most yard. He leads the league in almost every longevity stat there is for a quarterback. Right? Yeah, you could say. Although, you could season, say maybe John Elway. Uh, maybe John Elway. Maybe although he or Johnny yeah. Unitas. I mean, you Brady's could say Johnny Unitas. Tom Brady's won six, six Super Bowls, and he has a very solid chance of winning a seventh. If Tom Brady wins this year, he is undebatably the greatest football player of all time. That, I agree with you. Yes. But, if Aaron Rodgers continues to play the way he's playing for another five years, you could make a I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a top ten quarterback of all time. Oh, for sure. He's probably... For sure. Uh, here's my top five list. Uh, Sammy Bott, number one. Uh, okay. Joe Montana, number two. The punter. Uh, uh, okay, whatever. Um, Tom Brady at number three. Um, probably Johnny Unitas at number four. Peyton Manning at number five. And I'll throw in a sixth one for those um, Sammy Bott non-believers. Um, I'll throw in... I'll put in... Justin Herbert. No. I'll put in Dan Marino. Uh, uh, he never won. He never won, but, but... Philip Rivers is essentially Dan Marino. I mean, you know, there are all these retired... Breaking news, guys. Philip Rivers retired. You know. Now we can focus on having a family and settle down and have some kids. Even though he's... Did you see that stat once? He has nine children. That's... I mean... What? That's pretty insane. That's yeah. crazy. I never even, mm-hmm. I didn't even know, like, I'm, I don't think I know anybody who has nine children. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay, anyways, um, enough talking about Philip Rivers' children. Um, but anyway, he loved the, he was, like, fifth all-time in passing yards and passing TDs. He, like, all those longevity stats, he's there. He's like a damn, he's like Dan Marino. He never well, yeah, but Dan Marino, like, led the, like, like in season to season, it, he was, like, really, really good. Yeah. Yes, and that's where I think it's it's different. I don't think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. No, in my no, opinion. no. To be a Hall of Famer, you have to be a top of all the players in the NFL. You have, or you have to be top three at your position for a few years to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't think there's any. There was a season where Philip Rivers ever was a top three quarterback. 
Probably not. Remember there was a season yeah. where Kirk Cousins is a top three quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is not. He yeah. sucks now. Okay. Anyway, what were, we, what were we talking about? We were talking about how Tom... Okay, whatever. Um, Tom Brady... Is really good. I was going to say, he's one of the top two QBs. You can... Top three. Um, have... You can have um, whoever you want in that second position, but he is there. He is in the GOAT debate, right? Yes. And um, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, he can make a case for, I wouldn't say top five yet. I'd say definitely top ten. I'd say if he wins the Super Bowl this year, you can make a case for him top five. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. So he's, and you have two phenomenal this quarterbacks. Season, here's the I mean, this season, Aaron Rodgers had a better season, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But... But many quarterbacks have had better seasons than Tom Brady in the regular season and, you know, gotten destroyed yes, playoff, by him in the playoffs. So Playoff Tom, Tom Brady in the playoffs leads the league for or all time. Most playoff wins, most passing yards, most passing TDs, best completion percentage. Um, it's like every single statistical yeah. category he leads in the playoffs. He is, yes. he is if he gets to the playoffs, he's going to win. Except for last year when Derrick Henry destroyed him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this game, I'm, I'm sorry, Bills fans and Chiefs fans, you can jump on a table, Bills fans, when, when you hear this, but this game is the better game of the two. And yes. it's, uh, I mean, I'm trying to be unbiased here, but I really want to see Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl. Well, he's already won. Once, yeah, I know, but... Uh, another, yeah, one, yeah, another yeah, one, yeah. This is probably his best, I mean... To be honest, I don't think, you know, there's nowhere to go but down for, for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, after this, he's this getting point. he's getting old. Like, he's not going to go up. Yeah. I mean, it's it was impossible. No, it's difficult for anybody to get up from where he is right now. But especially now, Aaron Rodgers is at the, like, he's, he's definitely past, well, he should be past well, his he's, prime. He's not, but he should be past his prime. So. Yes. And yeah, remember this, this guy played at the same time as Brett Favre at one point. So he's he's a pretty old quarterback. Yeah, he's on the same team as Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly. Um, if uh, if if uh, Tom Brady does not win this game, is this his last game? No. You know, you get the whole. There are so many QBs that are like starting to like retire and stuff like. Ben no, Tom Brady probably going to retire this year. Philip Rivers retired. Drew Brees. I mean, everyone says he's everyone says he's going to retire. He hasn't announced it yet. I don't. I think he will, but I I would not be too surprised if he plays another season. Mm-hmm. Although, like, he would have one more season, he'd be done. Tom Brady is a lot older than Ben Roethlisberger. A lot older than Philip Rivers. He's a year older than Drew Brees. Oh yeah, he's one of the is, oldest quarterbacks of all he time. Still, he's forty three. Is he still going to play? After, I mean, I mean, he still looks like. Tom Brady's still a top 10 QB. For sure. Right? In the playoffs, he's... It remains to be seen, but he could still be the best QB in the league in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Although, the playoffs right now, it's all about this, um... The QBs. Like, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's that's four of the best... Those are, the, those are my top four. QBs. Those are the top four. That would be my... If you're counting postseason, I would have Tom Brady in as number four. If you're not, I would have. I mean, not Russell. I mean, Russell Wilson is. Kyler Murray. I'd have Kyler Murray. Ky- eh. Kyler Murray is. He's. 
He's good. He's too. He's too. He's, small. he's inconsistent. But then again, Josh Allen's kind of inconsistent too. So, but he's better. I guess obviously. so. Yeah. No, I would probably put Lamar Jackson over. Or Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson goes to another team, he'll be a top five. Player. I would not put I mean, Lamar he, Jackson anywhere near that list. I think he sucks. I mean, yeah. Although, guess who lead? Who, guess who led the league in passing yards this season? Lamar Jackson. Passing yards. Oh, okay. I thought it was a trick question. Um, uh, no, he was like last in the league in passing. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Probably like Josh Allen. Deshaun Watson. Oh, really? Led the league in passing wow. like, by far. Yeah. He he's really really good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, but anyways, I think we've we've uh, we went on a long uh, too long. Um, what's the word? We went on a tangent about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Let's talk about the Bucks and the Packers. I mean, this game, the Packers, offense, offense, offense. They, against the Rams, they were unstoppable. They just, you know, they're a machine. And Devontae Adams, MVS, Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, and Aaron Rodgers work really, really well together. And, yeah, you know, I I see this game as, like, 40-40. to 40, something, something like, well, I think one team is going to win by a touchdown... But I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Both yeah. of these games are going to be very high-scoring. Yeah, so, you know, just just looking at them, the Packers, you know, 13-3, uh, and they... Look, these teams played in Week 6. Actually, conveniently, um, Week 6 featured Bills Chiefs and Bucks Packers, and now it's the Commerce Championship. So that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Also, yeah. 21 years ago, the Bills played the Chiefs in the conference championship. 20, 21 years before that, they played again in the conference championship. So every 21 years, it's Bills-Chiefs. and that, know, That's a cool tradition. Weird. Yeah. It was also yesterday at 9.21, was the 21st minute of the 21st hour of the 21st day of the... Of the 21st year in the 21st century. So that was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Although you could also do seconds. So, yeah. Although Green Bay, I mean, let's just look. Green Bay, 13-3. and three, They, uh, they just, they win. And they win and they win and they win. And Aaron Rodgers is the best QB in the league. And, I don't know. Here, Jackson, your turn. Um, Pick who's going to win this game. Alright, so... I am doubling down on the Packers here. I am putting both of my bets on them to win this game. And, look, my reasoning for this, it's not the offense. Believe it or not, it's actually the defense. Now, you might be thinking, wait, what? I thought they had nearly identical defenses. Which is actually true because um, they are 7th and 8th in opponent yards per game. Um, this season, uh, including the um, playoff games that have happened so far this season, right? So, yeah. they're basically identical in that respect. But if we're going to identify a weakness in either of both of these teams, it has to be their rushing game, right? So, a more mm-hmm. accurate, because, for instance, they might be playing, basically, what I'm trying to say here is, because both teams are so good at passing, their passing defense matters a lot more than their rush defense, Right? That is where there is a difference between the two. As we see that Green Bay is 7th in the league 
um, in opponent passing yards per game, whereas Tampa Bay is sitting all the way down at 21st in the league at opponent passing yards per game. That, in my opinion, is the biggest, um, the biggest, um, like, X factor here. I think that Green Bay and Tampa Bay against an average NFL team would put up practically the exact same amount of points. But against each other, I think that Green Bay has the edge because their strength attacks the, um, the Bucks' weakness, whereas the Bucks' weakness attacks, I wouldn't call it a Green Bay strength, but something that Green Bay most certainly is not weak in. So that is where I have to take um, the Packers here. Um, and that's also why I'm doubling down on the spread. I think what ends up happening is Green Bay wins by a touchdown or so. But as we said earlier, Tom Brady, you never know what's going to happen with him. You, you really don't. Um, and so that's why I, but you know, I'll put it this way. If I'm going to take the Packers to win, I'm also going to take them to beat the spread. You know what I mean? If Tom Brady yes. does that crazy Tom Brady things, then the Bucks are going to walk away with the win. But if I'm saying that Green Bay is going to win, I'm also saying that, you know, Tom Brady just doesn't rise to the occasion like he usually does. He's getting old, whatever. Nobody expected the Bucks to go this far in the first place. It's already really impressive, blah, blah, blah. And I will say that the Packers will win by over three points because on paper, they just look like the better team. Um, just looking at the regular season, they look like the better team. The main difference is that the only real difference is that um, the Bucs, uh, you know, they step it up in the playoffs because they have Tom Brady. But I think that the Packers are still more than a match for them. And I think they end up winning by more than three points. Okay. Now, it's really, you know, when you get to these championship games, you can look at the overall statistics and... That sort of paints a picture, although it's, you know, it's, um, it's Monet refusing the operation, and it's a colorblind picture, and it's not, you know, it's not the correct, whatchamacallit, (laughs) um, anyway, so, um, you know, it's, the Bucks are, the Bucks are a very good front line, yes, and a pass-heavy offense. Yes. They are not good at rush defense. They are not good at pass defense. They're good at rush de- Sorry, not good at rush offense. They're, they're good at rush defense. They're good at, they're good good at pass defense. offense. Yeah. Yes, they're the best rush defense in the yeah. second or whatever. The Packers are a pass heavy pass heavy offense and a rush offense. Well, they're a balanced offense and they're a balanced defense. They are like a, the tenth best defense in the league or whatever you want to or whatever it is, and they're. Like, second in almost every... They're, like, first in most categories in offense. The Packers are just an overall better team than the Bucks. Yeah. And I know I know there's this playoff Tom thing. Like, he's he doesn't lose in the playoffs and yada, yada, yada. And it's... I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not Drew Brees. And the Bucks almost lost to the Saints. It was really close. But Drew Brees just didn't have the arm strength. Aaron Rodgers, meanwhile, can throw the ball, like, 80 yards. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he threw one to Alan Lazard last week. It was, like, 60 yards. And he will throw it deep against the Bucks. But then, I mean, it's such a dual threat because the Packers have Alan Lazard and MVS that can go on go routes and nine routes, and they go deep, and they get past the defense, and they score. And if the safeties drop back and the DBs drop back, they just throw a little five-yard slant to Devontae Adams. 
Or then they just mix it up with the rushing rushing attack with Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon, and Aaron Jones. It's really just unstoppable. The Packers offense, and you got to credit Matt LaFleur for this, and Aaron Rodgers, but it's, they figured it out. It's an, it's an unstoppable offense. And the Bucks don't have a run game. So the Packers have a solid rush defense. The Bucks don't really have a good rushing rushing um, rush, rushing offense. So the they're gonna have to rely on the pass a lot. And when you when you when you're not able to establish a run game, it's really hard to score points. And look, if you look at the games where the Packers got beat, they lost to the. Um, I'm not counting the one against the Colts because that was a freak game. They should have won that game. It's like a last-second fumble by Mark Marcus Vela scaling in overtime, put the put the Colts in field goal position. The um, the Vikings that beat the Packers ran the ball 30 times with Dalvin Cook, and they destroyed the Packers' um, rush defense. And the other team that beat them conveniently was the Bucks. And when the Bucks beat them, they uh. Let's see, Packers, Bucks. It was yeah. So it was um, it was a weird game because Tom Brady was um, I mean in the set. Look, it, this was the box score of that game. And I know it was Week Six, but still, it was a four and two against a four and one team. They were really really good. The Packers were up 10-0 after the first quarter, and then the Bucks scored twenty eight to the Packers zero in the second. And they were probably throwing for most of those most of those um, drives. And, look, they ran the ball with Ronald Jones 23 times for 113 yards and two touchdowns. If I'm not mistaken, he had, like, a 70-yard run. So, they did just hand the ball off to end the game, and he didn't really do much with it. Like, yes, that was a good line, but I think he had, like, a 70-yard touchdown or something like that. So, when the Packers get beat, they get beat by the run game. And the Bucs don't really have a run game. Mm -hmm. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, the Packers aren't going to get beat because Aaron Rodgers is amazing and he's going to find a way to win. This game is going to be super exciting to watch and it's going to be, you know, it's the opposite of the of the other game. Like it's two balanced two balanced offenses going at it old quarterbacks versus two I mean completely pass happy offenses in the Chiefs and the Bills going at it with two young QBs. I mean, in some respects it's a it's a different game, but the Bucks and the Packers have worse offenses than the Bills and the Chiefs and better defenses. So yeah. this game, rightfully so, is a lower over-under, but I'm also going to double up on the Packers because, like you said, they're just they're the better team, and yeah, so I'm going to take the Packers, although it's I really don't like betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs, and it's only a, th- it's, it's a three-point spread, so I'm just going to take the one-and-one, on that one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be one and one. On, on that game because I'm not really confident that it's gonna be a blowout either way. I think it's gonna be a very close game, but I think the Packers inch it out. I would put put the I would put this game at like thirty twenty seven Packers, which is exactly three three points. So I'm not gonna take the Packers or the Bucks. I'm gonna take a one one split for the spread. Oh yeah. Okay, should uh, should we mo- move on, or do you have something to, else to say? No, I think we can move on to the next game. So, okay, next game, we have the Bills versus the Chiefs. So, the other game I think is a better one, but if you're looking for the most exciting game, 
this might be it because yeah. these two teams just air the ball out constantly. Um, so yep. they're two very similar teams. The question is, actually, I was going to say the question is which one is better at what they do, but that's actually not the determining factor in my opinion because um, uh, I think Asher should go first on this one because I went first on the other one, but I think the determining factor is actually defense. But anyway, um, Asher. Okay, well, the Bills have the better defense, so, I mean, I think you're going to pick the Chiefs, so I'm not really sure why you said that. But this game is, I mean, first of all, when, at the time we're recording this, Patrick Mahomes is playing, and he is starting. Actually, so, uh, the Chiefs have the better defense. 15 and 16. Are you sure? NFL team opponent yards per game. Uh, are you looking at all of the... Yeah, I'm looking at including playoff games. But basically, they're the exact same in terms of uh, just yeah, raw it's a six, opponent Okay, it's a six-point six point difference. Yeah. I mean, six-yard difference. So yeah. it's very, very similar. The the Bills are actually allowing a few... Uh, one more point per game. So that's... it. Their defense is a, is a watch. Watch, pretty much. And... Wow, this game, like, just clearing it up, at the time of recording this, Patrick Mahomes is playing, so if he does not play, I'm assuming, Jackson, you're just going to go Bills both for both, because if, if Patrick Mahomes isn't playing, it's like... Yes, pretty, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, I would take Bills if the if Patrick Mahomes does not play, and here's where we, we, can, just, we can just cut to the chase. I'm taking the Bills to win, and, um, well, of course they cover the spread, but... Because I'm taking them to win because the Chiefs are favored. The Bills are they're inconsistent, but they're on a hot streak. And they are blazing. They are on fire. They have everything going for them. They have so much momentum coming into this one. And with the Chiefs, it's like they barely escaped the Browns. Patrick Mahomes is uncertain. It's they haven't been playing very well in the last couple of weeks. And the Bills are on fire, so I'm going to take it. Bills Mafia, if you're a folding table in, bu- folding table in Buffalo, you need to get out before the Sunday game because there's going to be a lot of uh, folding table jumping. What What's the deal with that anyway? I don't even understand. Do you Have you seen videos of that? Like Bills fans just like crashing folding tables and like jumping on them? No. Oh, that's a thing. You should look it up. It's that's so weird. If, you, if you're listening right now, um, it's called Bills Mafia. They just, like, they jump on the tables. It's really, really weird. Okay. Well. I don't know. Someone did that in 2018 for the bill, for the Bills, and it went viral, and they've been doing it later. I don't know. <laughs> when they won the divisional game, I saw, like, like 20 people just, like, jump onto his table. It's kind really, of a, really uh, a relatively expensive habit. <laughs> just, just like, destroying it. No, no, no. It's like, it's, like, one of those cheap pic- picnic folding tables. It's oh, like, I thought it was, like, a kitchen out, table. And then, okay. they, and then they go up on, like, a ladder, and then they just, like, jump down and elbow slam the, uh, the folding table. It's oh. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you but... Sh- you should... You should check it out. It's pretty funny. Okay, well, anyway, I stand corrected by Asher that their defense is... If anything, the Chiefs' defense is slightly better, but it's it's, it's a wash. So, um... Technic- for yards a game, the, the Bills actually were better over the course of the regular season. Yes, but recently, the Chiefs were actually better. So, you know what? Cancel each other out. They Whatever. developed a lot of yards to the Colts. I don't think that... No, it, it's okay. 100% true. I have it pulled up right here. But anyway... Um, regular season is what matters, but okay. But no, 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 I'm saying regular season and playoffs combined. Every single game. 
But whatever. That's besides the point. Okay. They're basically the same team. But, as I said earlier, I actually do think that Kansas City is the better team here. Um, Look, both teams, neither team is that good at defense. They're both middle-of-the-road defensive teams. Yeah. Kansas City has been getting about 20 more yards per game than Buffalo. And that's the biggest difference here, in my opinion. Um, You know, Kansas City is just... Slightly, it, it's they're just a better passing team. Both running, um, both rushes, like the, I don't know, like Kansas City definitely has the best, better rushing offense, but it's like neither of them are very good at rushing, so whatever. But then Kansas okay. City beats Buffalo at their own game. They have, um, they, they are just a better passing team. And you know, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't trust Buffalo. In my opinion, Buffalo to me is very inconsistent. One night they'll put up an absolutely crazy amount of points. The other night, not so much. And against the Chiefs, you can't rely on your average defense to bail you out. So you know what? Would I be incredibly surprised if the, if the Bills won this game? Of course not, because they have crazy games. But if you're looking at who's better at what they do, it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the better passing team. That's the forte of both of these teams, and the Chiefs are better at it. So everything else basically is a wash. If anything, the Chiefs are actually they have a, a better um, rush offense. But you know, um, I I just have to take the Chiefs on this one. The Chiefs are just a better passing team. And that's all that really matters to me because both of these teams are going to win because of their passing. Either of these teams, that's how they win all their games. And the Chiefs are just better at it. They're better at what they do. So um, I'm taking the Chiefs for this one. Um, And I'm also, however, I do think it is going to be an incredibly close game. Because, yes, I've said that the Chiefs are better at what they do. But, you know, they're not that much better at passing than the Bills are. They're both very, very good teams in terms of passing yardage. Um, and as I just said, the Chiefs haven't been playing as well as usual. So, believe it or not, with the three-point spread, I have a feeling that the Bills are going to cover it. I have a feeling it's going to be a crazy close game. So, I'm going to take the Bills um, to cover the spread. I, I, you know, I don't really know why even. I just, I just have an intuition that I know it's going to be a close game. Is it going to be within three points? That remains to be seen. But I'm going to bet that it does. I'm being a little aggressive here because I'm down to Asher and there aren't a lot of games left. So I've got to make up something. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll do it here with the Bills. Even Plus, even if the Bills don't cover the spread, Asher has the Bills covering the spread. So, you know. Well, I don't think... Okay, sure. But, well, no, it, it makes sense. Because, like, I could so either win because you want one, to win, not because... You're going to pick the actual person. Okay, okay. I understand. I understand. Yes. I understand. So, whatever. Like, like, I think that the Bills are going to make this a really close game, and I just have a feeling it's going to come within three points. But if it doesn't, whatever. It's not like I'm losing any points to Asher, so it's okay. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to say. The Bills have Josh Allen... I'm trying to find a rhyme for Josh. Uh, okay, whatever. The Bills have Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes 
is garbage. And the Chiefs suck, so the Bills are going to destroy them. Bills Mafia, they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, that's what I would say if I hated the Chiefs. I do hate the Chiefs. But let's just put that away for a second. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, look at their last three games. Um, 17 points of offense against the Atlanta Falcons, who are... In your, um... These are regular season games, correct? Loading, loading, loading. Okay, anyway, sure. Look at the game against the Browns. The Chiefs won by five. It was super close. They almost lost. And it was not that... I mean, the Browns did not play very well. They had... Look, the staple of the Browns is their rush offense. The Browns had... What is it? They had, um... They had, like, barely over 100 yards total on the ground... They, Baker Mayfield threw the ball 37 times for only 200 yards, a touchdown interception. Josh Allen is a lot better than that. I don't think the Chiefs are a lot better than what they showed against the Browns. So, I mean, the, the, the Bills are very, very good. And the Chiefs are not very good. And... Oh, so the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs just aren't a good team. That's why. That's why you're not picking them. Yeah. Okay, I um, get it. I get it. Yes. <laughs> okay, no, 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 I, hold on. I lost my train of thought there. The Chiefs are vastly, vastly overrated. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, hey, I mean, at the very, very, be- before the playoffs started, after week 17, I said the Packers are going to beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. And, sure enough, it's Packers and Bills in the conference championships. So I'm going to take the Packers. I took the Packers. And I have to say true to my word, I'm taking the Bills. I thought the Bills were the best team in the conference. They've played two games. They've won two games. It was pretty convincing. Josh Allen has been very, very good. And look, they held the Ravens to three points last week. And the Chiefs only scored 22 points last week. There's no indication that the Bills are going to score under than 30 points. I don't think the Chiefs can muster up that amount of offense. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the go Bills. They're gonna they're gonna beat the Chiefs, in my opinion, and hopefully my prediction is right. I mean, I predicted it before the playoffs started, so I don't really want to change on that change that prediction because I don't know. Feels weird that my main argument is that I said this would happen a while ago. Yeah, I don't any, know. I don't know about that one after sure. that. Although it would be pretty yeah. cool if you... It would make the, the victory sweeter if you did get this one, but it would also make yes. the loss like, come on, why did I do this? But the bottom line is, in my opinion, both teams are very, very similar. Both teams have shown flashes of inconsistency, and while the Chiefs have been more recent, I'm still going to say that they show up in this game, and I think they're the better team overall, so they're going to win. But, okay. Okay. Um... I don't think so. I, you know, the Bills are a very, I mean, the Bills are really, really good. And the, they're, you can't argue with this. The Bills are better than the Browns, right? Yes. The Bills are better than the Browns. The Browns almost beat the Chiefs. Okay, yes, but Asher, the Bills got destroyed by the Seahawks. The Chiefs. Early in the season. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, the the Bills Bills barely beat the Colts. The Bills beat the Seahawks. The, oh, my bad. Maybe it was a different team. My bad. The Bills okay. beat the barely beat the Colts. 
very recently. Colts are a very good team. I wouldn't say, I would not argue that the Colts are any better than the Browns. So, that's that's the end of that, in my opinion. Both teams are, okay. incons- both teams are, neither team is the most consistent. Neither team is the model of consistency. Yeah, but you have, I mean, look, at, at this level, you can say all you want about these season-long statistics. It's been four months since week one. Who even cares about what happened then? Right? It's like, it doesn't doesn't even matter. The Bills, um, what is it? I don't know. I don't even have the thing right now. I'm going to look at the Bills' schedule. They they were 13-3 in the regular season, so a very, very good team. They lost that that uh, that Hail Mary game. Remember that? Against the, against the Cardinals in Week 10, where they scored with 40 seconds left and should have won. They lost to the Titans in Week 5, and they lost to the Chiefs in Week 6. They've been on fire. The Chiefs game was a snow game, and they let the Chiefs run the ball, and they couldn't run the ball because they had an injury, and it was yada, yada, yada. It was a close game, and I credit the Bills for that, and Josh Allen has matured a lot since then. The Bills are a lot better than they were in Week 6. They have won. What is it? So they were 4-2. They're now uh, 15-3. They've won 11 of their last 12 games. The game that they lost was literally a Hail Mary. Hail Murray. Okay, yeah. We're calling it. it was literally a Hail Mary with zero seconds left. So, when they scored with 40 seconds left to go up, presumably winning the game, right? Until yeah, the okay. Well, after. Magic play. Let, let me just call. The Bills okay. are on fire. And I, I know the Chiefs um, have only lost two games. They did lose in Week 17 to my Chargers. And, and they didn't play anybody. So, that doesn't really count. So, it's basically what you just... Basically, played, the point you just made, Asher. Okay, Asher. The point you just made is that both teams in the last twelve games are practically exactly the same. So you basically just like destroyed your entire argument. But also, let me call your attention to a little podcast that we made earlier this week, in which yes. Asher said the second best quarterback out of these four teams was Patrick Mahomes, and the fourth best was Josh Allen. The <laughs> yeah. first best receiver group. Was Kansas City, and you want to know what the fourth best was? It was the Buffalo Bills. So Asher is being a little hypocritical here. I just like to point that out. That yes, regular season stats don't mean anything, but as of earlier this week, we did agree that the Bills are that the Chiefs are better at what they do than the Bills. So um, I think and that the Chiefs still the game, are just the and better yet team. You ha- and that you have it being a one-point game. I think the Bills are slightly better than what you think, so I'm gonna take the Bills, and they. I think it's a very close game. I think it's decided by a field goal, but I'm gonna take the Bills. Okay, sure. Uh, to your one point game remark, um, I wouldn't. I what I'm what I'd say is I project it to be by like a field goal, like you said, but I um, but I'm gonna go with my gut here and go lower rather than higher. So whatever. But okay. Um. So y- you agree these teams are very similar. Yes, they're very similar. But Kansas City has a slight edge. Okay, my okay. I think the Bills have a slight edge because looking at the trends of the recent recent because you're looking at the last game. The Bills, the Bills are better than the Chiefs recently. Uh, in the last game, yes. And the wild card game. No. And week week seventeen, week sixteen and on. Okay, week Week seventeen doesn't count because the Chiefs weren't playing anybody. Week sixteen was that one Chiefs fluke loss that they had. Wild card game, I think the Chiefs played better than uh, the Bills. The Bills squeaked past the Colts. That doesn't inspire me with confidence in the Bills at all. 
Um, yeah. The Chiefs didn't Chiefs didn't play in wild card. Oh my bad. During the wild. Okay, card. yes, but still the um the what okay what I was trying to say is the Colts um the Colts almost won against the Bills. That's not a good sign. So um okay the Colts in my opinion were not a, were not an incredibly good team this year. I think they were a pretty good team. Um, whatever. My point is that if you look at recent games, the disparity is not that great. If you look at consistency, the disparity is not that great. If anything, I'd argue that the Chiefs are the more consistent team. So, okay. then you have to go off who's the better team, yeah. and it's the Chiefs. So. All I'm going to say is, you said that about the Steelers in the wild card, and they lost. You said that about the Chiefs this week. They're going to lose. I think we should move on to our NBA Power Rankings right now. Uh-huh. Okay, and now it's time for our NBA segment. We are going to, um, at this point in the season, give you guys our uh, top 10 NBA power rankings. So, you know, at this point in the season, it is Friday the 22nd of January, and there, I, you know, there's a clear number one, in my, in yes. my opinion, at least. And it... Does not pain me to say this at all, because I am a Lakers fan, and, well, that I spoiled it, because the Lakers are number one. I mean, they're number one overall record, they're number one in, I would think, a lot of categories. They are, they're just dominant, just, the way, they picked up where they left off, they got better from last season. I mean, that that's pretty hard to do, when you win an NBA championship in a convincing fashion. I mean, the, the Warriors did it when they got KD, but... You know, it's kind of hard to get better. And they, they <clears> added Dennis Schroeder, and they got uh, Montrez Harrell, and... I think it's Montrez. Montrez Harrell, right? Yeah. And they... <laughs> sorry, yes. Just Montrez. Um, that's be the title of our podcast. Just Montrez. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so, I mean, they got better. And that's, you know, they were the number one team in the league. No one else has really, like move to that next A lot of teams have, but not the teams that were vying for the number one spot. So I'm going to keep the Lakers at number one. Uh, Jackson, who do you have at number one? Yeah, um, I agree. Um, even though I live in Los Angeles, I'm not a very big Lakers fan. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't, like, dislike them. I'm just not... It's kind of weird to say, but I'm not really a fan of any team. Like, I, like, I enjoy watching the NBA, but I, I don't really have, like, a team that I love. So, so, so you're a bandwagon. So you pick no, the no. winning, and you'd say you kind of like. No, them. no, no. I don't like. I don't like the winning okay. teams. In fact, I dislike the winning teams. Um, usually, I dislike winning which, teams. Which is why you're a Washington football team fan. Exactly. That <laughs> proves that I'm a bandwagon. Not a bad bandwagon. Not a Not, bandwagon. Oh, wait, you just yes. said you're. A ba- yeah, I know. It's kind of hard to be. It's kind of hard being a bandwagon when when you like the worst team in the league. But it's a yeah. It's okay. Well, I'm not a bandwagon. Whatever. There's the point nowhere to is, go but up for the Washington football team. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, not really. That's not true. I mean, they did win their division. so Yeah, they did win their division. And there were a few games that they definitely probably like, could have won, should have won. And they got better because their record was like lower than it, worse than it should have been because of Dwayne Haskins. When they had like, their best lineup in there with no injuries, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They're not bad. Okay. But anyway... Enough about um, the NFL. 
What? Yeah. But anyway, so the Lakers, um, you know, they have two of the probably top five players in the NBA right now. Um, just really good, and even their um, their bench and their role players are good. I mean, um, you know, like Asher said, Montrez Harrell is really good. Yeah, I mean, Alex Caruso, you know, he's, he's a good athlete. Um, you know, uh, they don't have Danny Green anymore, which actually nope. is a little concerning because he was a really good floor spacer. But, you know, they have uh, KCP. Yeah. He's uh, just, like, a really solid, like, whatever you need him to do, he'll do it. Um, uh, you know, they just have a lot of uh, solid players. Um, so, but obviously their, their main thing is just their superstars who are really, really good. They're also a very, yeah, due to their, um, due to their. defensive team. Yes, exactly. Due to their athleticism, they're a very good defensive team. So, um, you know, obviously they get a ton of points too. Because, you know, of LeBron and um, AD. But, um, you know, they don't have a spacer. So that's a little bit of an issue in today's NBA in terms of offense. But they more than make up for it um, in their defense. Uh, you know, very good team in transition. LeBron can be a floor, floor spacer. Uh, no, he can't. But, uh... He, okay, he's a, he's a great passer. <laughs> yes, but yeah, but he's not... But floor spacer's a shooter. Oh, okay. Yes. We have diff- a, okay. A floor we spacer... Have definitions of... Floor spacer. Okay, well, I guess I, nobody. Dennis d- Schroeder. Okay, okay, but actually, nobody's a floor spacer is by definition just a good shooter. The oh. reason why they're I called floor spacer. Floor spacer, you meant someone that like really. What's the word? Floor general, do you mean? Yeah. Distributes. Oh no, floor spacer is like when you have a really good three point shooter, the defense is forced to step out on them, and then it makes it easier for your superstars to penetrate. That's yeah. what the floor spacer is. Yeah. So, they don't have okay. many of those, which makes them a little worse offensively, but they're an incredibly good defensive team. So, um, okay. then at number two, I uh, I have the Utah Jazz. And my reasoning for this is that they have an 11-4 and 4 record, um, which is tied for second best in the NBA. And, you know, they're kind of like a worse version of the Lakers, almost, kind of. Yeah, I'd say they're kind of a worse version of the Lakers. Rudy Gobert is a worse version of Anthony Davis. Donovan Mitchell isn't really LeBron, but he's more of yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. Like he's a he's a good superstar. Um, he's, he's Dennis, a little he's Dennis Schroeder on steroids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's like he's like he's kind of he kind of is like in the in the like Dwayne Wade mold. You know, yeah. He's he's a uh, he's a better shooter than Dwayne Wade actually. Um, I'm not sure if he's quite as like you know strong but you know he's uh he's a definitely he has a pull-up game he's just like a guy with a pull-up game um as all great shooting guards have um you know he'll um score at all three levels he'll make threes he'll make jump shots he'll take it all the way to the basket um he's just a really really good player and he's one of those guys who can drop 50 um on any night so he's a super good player and you know the jazz are just a solid team they're um both a good offensive team due to Donovan Mitchell and a good defensive team due to Rudy Gobert and um yeah I just think that they keep on getting better every single year and you know um there was a little bit of tension between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert but that's gone now which is good um they're a young team too so um you know look out for them to be winning championships pretty soon I don't think they're gonna win this year but um they might give the Lakers a run for their money who knows um okay I think they're a good team, and also they get better in the playoffs. So 
Uh, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, so for my, for my number two, I do not have the Jazz. I have the team that Danny Green is now on. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, he's been the end, he's been with the NBA Championship <clears throat> team two years in a row. He's now on an NBA Championship caliber team in the 76ers. Yeah. I mean, maybe, He's like you know, Robert Ory. Maybe he's a maybe he's a fortune teller. Maybe he's gone into the future and he knows which teams win, so he so he goes to those teams. He's like but, Robert Orr. He you know what I mean? Yeah. Not a remarkable yeah, no, player, no. but yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a shooter. He's not he's he's very very streaky. He's you know he he'll have these games where he scores forty points and then he'll just disappear for for five games. Yeah, that's a little troubling for a shooter. That's the weird thing about him. Yeah, but for a shooter you want to have that threat in the corner. Especially yeah, in yeah. NBA all, where all you so want, like, all yeah, yeah, all you want in a shooter is a guy who, if you give him the ball, he's going to make a three consistently. That's all you need because then yes. it forces every great team has a shooter, or not every good team, but a lot of great teams do. Like you know, Michael Jordan's Bulls, and um, Danny Green was on the Spurs recently. So, uh, you know, like a lot yeah. of really good teams. I mean, like, if you look at any of the past two teams, like Danny Green, he's, he, he's a pretty good floor spacer. Um, and, you know, what's another example of a team like that? I don't know, but anyways. Uh, d- yeah, I don't know. Not comes to mind right now, but. Yeah, anyway, we could we could spend hours doing that. Um, we like to keep our podcasts about an hour long, maybe yeah. a little shorter. We've already spent 41 minutes, 40, 49, so, okay. Um, 76ers. Are my number two seed. They are great. Their record, I don't even, I um, don't have it. It's ten and five. They're the best team in the East. Um, that's not saying that much. They're the fourth best overall, but they're a very solid team. They've had some COVID issues. They had like no Joel Embiid, no Ben Simmons, but yeah. you know, trust the process. And they're they're. I put them at number two in my power rankings because rightfully so. They're a very solid team and. Yeah. They kind of choke in the playoffs, but they're Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are two of the three. Tobias Harris is a good three. They can they can win. And I oh, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they make it out of the East. Yeah, so, so uh-huh. I would I'm assuming do you have the 76ers at your three spot? Yeah, so I do. So um like as you said, 76ers are very good. Um you know, Ben Simmons don't love him. I think he could, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah. honestly, at this he's, point, it's like, he's no better than he was in his rookie season, which I don't really respect all that much, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he should be improving more. He needs to though. get, he needs to get a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He needs to get a shot. He's I a mean, very good defensive player. Yes, he's a very good defender, though. He's a big guy who is athletic enough. People say he's like the fastest player in the NBA, which I don't think is true, but he's, he's very, very player. fast. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's very good, uh, fast. He's a big guy. He's kind of like a worse version of Giannis. That's what he's like. Um, you know, he's big, uh, like pretty strong, very fast for his height. Um, and you know he can uh facilitate the ball really well, get rebounds. Um, and he can put points on the board too. So he's a good triple double player. Um, yeah, he's good. Joel Embiid. Um, it's not really yeah. It's not really saying much, but he's one of the best centers in the league. Um, and this today's league, there aren't enough good centers. Um, but you know, he's just a strong guy who can shoot a little bit too. Um, yeah, good post-up player, good at drawing fouls. You know, um, I think it was interesting last All Star game. I didn't really consider Joel Embiid to be one of the top players in the NBA, but last All Star game, at the very end, you know, when they were actually trying, 
um, racing to get, um, yeah. you know, that point total. He was, um, they, they, he was their go-to, besides Giannis. They were oh, dumping great. the ball he's down great. at him. Yeah, and he was posting people up. So, he's he's a dominant presence. Um, I think he is a little, he's, I kind of, he kind of reminds me of Shaq in that he's not as committed as other players. Um, and sometimes he's not like in the mood to dominate, which it sounds weird, but I get it's kind of true. Um, but you know, if he's if he's like ready to go, he's really really good. So then, um, yeah, 76ers, good defensive team, pretty good offensive team, and yeah, their record shows it. Yeah. So with my number three seed, this may be a bit controversial, and the Bucks are a wild card for me. And I mean, Giannis when he is giving it his, his all, he is the best player in the league. Yes. Especially with James Harden kind of, like, falling out of contention. James Harden He's... was never in contention. Oh. Well, it was a two-man race, in my opinion. James yeah, Harden sure. has fallen off of his horse. Mm-hmm. And Giannis is now really, really good. The problem is the Bucks don't really have great role players. They have Chris Middleton, and they have, like, Ten Lopez, although he kind of hurts their team. Um, a Drew Holiday, I think. Is on the yes, team? Drew Holiday is yeah. a good defensive player. Um, I mean, they're they're a good team. Like Giannis is gonna gonna do things for them. They're they're always gonna be near the top of my power rankings. Um, when we do this segment, but I just don't think they can turn it on in the playoffs. Giannis has shown that he's not he's not a champion. He's a good regular season player. He's like Dan Marino. Not a champion yet. He's approaching his prime. You know, so no knock on him. I yet. think he's I think he's in his prime. But okay, he's um, like, he's only like 27, 26, 27. He's approaching his prime. I think Prime is twenty six until thirty one. That's, that's not that's not true. It's it's like okay, maybe he's like in his first season of his prime. Sure. It's I think yeah. it's like twenty seven to like thirty two. But yeah, you know. I think when you win the MVP you're in your prime. There's I mean nowhere to go from but down from there. So Yeah. He I, yeah, but you can become more of a winner. Whatever. Um Okay, so yeah. yeah. Actually do you wanna do your number four spot as well? Um, sure. Actually can I just go four or five? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going to go Clippers and then Celtics. The Clippers, I mean, it's Paul George and Kawhi. It's two of two of the most dominant. I mean, really, it's kind of weird how we always say, like, of the most, like, of the top ten. Although, when we think about it, there's so many people that can't could be in the top ten, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And these two are two of pop, possibly the top ten. Although, I would put Paul George, like, top 30. Yeah, Tom, Paul George is not them. Yeah. But when you have two of the top 30 players in the league, you're going to be really, really good, especially if you have um, just a solid chemistry overall and a really, really good uh, defense. And Patrick Beverly really helps them with that. Lou Williams, all those role players. They're number four, in my opinion. Number five would have to be the Celtics. You know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I don't really like the Celtics, but you you got to give them some credit. They're very, very good. Jackson, you can go into depth about the Celtics when you mm-hmm. have them. I don't like to talk about the Celtics, but you got to give them credit. They're very good. Yeah, sure. So, Asher, um, my four and five are also Clippers and Celtics. So, you know, Asher explained the Celtics, but, I mean, the Clippers, but the Celtics, um, man, they are really, really good. They have two of the top ten scorers in the league um, in Jason yeah. Tatum and Jalen Brown really coming into his own. And when Kemba Walker is on that team, you know, Kemba oh, Walker— I mean, he's back, but he's on a minutes restriction. Yes, so, but when he's back, the Celtics are going to be in contention for the— for getting to the finals, for sure. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Yes. They're, they, they're fifth for me right now because Kemba Walker wasn't there. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Jason Tatum is, um, you know, he reminds me of, like, um, uh, 
you know, a, like a Kobe Bryant type player. He just scores in every which way. A lot of jumpers. Um, he's just a very solid scorer. Um, and he also can get his rebounds, and he's a team first player as well. He's not um, like as much of an assassin as Kobe, but he uh, is a little more of a passer. Then Jalen Brown, you know, just a solid scorer, very good driver. And Kemba Walker, you know, he'll he'll get you 20 points a game, but he'll facilitate the ball really, really well. He's always a threat to score at point the point guard position, and he um, is very good at running an offense. So one of the best point guards in the league. So. He just glues the whole entire team together. And also, Daniel Tice is a big, strong center. He's a pretty good defender. So, they're just a very solid team. Um, their superstars aren't quite as good as, um, for instance, those of the Lakers. But they're a little more well-rounded, i say. So, yeah, they're a very good team. I say enough about the Celtics. Let's, mo- let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, number six. Coming in at number six, I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Now, they're eight and six. But they are really good. They have, um, what's his face? They just got Karis LeVert. I think that helps them. Victor Oladipo is past his prime, and Karis LeVert is coming into his own. And he's kind of breaking out this season. Um, well, Victor Oladipo is playing well, but yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, so is Karis LeVert. Yeah, um, sure. Demantis Sabonis is a very good player. I mm-hmm. I would I would say, one, if you count Giannis as a power forward, then a top three power forward. But I'd yes. say he's t- he's a top three power forward in the league, and who else would you count? Who's ahead of him? Oh, Giannis and oh, so he's the second. I mean, best. is Anthony Davis a center? He's a power forward, right? Uh, that yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anthony Davis yeah. is a power forward. Sure. Anthony Davis is not. Uh, it goes Giannis, AD, Demantis Sabonis. In my opinion, yeah, sure. The Pacers okay. are a very well-rounded team. They were. The fourth seed last season for the East, they're the fourth seed right now. I think they're going to end up around three or four for the East. They're they're just, you know, they're overall very well-rounded. They know how to win games. They have uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Um, they have Jeremy Lamb back. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, they're, they're just a solid team. I don't think any more explanation is needed. That's why I have the Pacers at six. Yeah, okay, so... Um, at my six, I have the Bucks. So, you know, Asher said it all. The Bucks are centered too much around Giannis, in my opinion. If Giannis doesn't have the best game, they are going to lose, right? What they should have done, as opposed to trying to get a ton of floor spacers to go around Giannis, they should have tried to get a better second star than Chris Middleton, because if we're being honest with you, he's not very good. Um, so that's the main issue awesome. with the Bucks. Yes, but he's not, like... It's not like LeBron Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need a little more than that to contend for a championship. I think too much of the blame falls on Giannis. Um, you know, he's carrying that team. Also, a complaint I have, Giannis should not be playing on the perimeter. He should be playing on the high post. Because right now, guys just sag five feet off of him. So when he goes one way, they can just meet him right there. And it's incredibly hard for him to get by people. So yeah. he should just go in the high post where they're still right there. Like Zion. Or catch or logs. develop a three-point shot. Yes, but I don't think he's gonna do that. No offense to him, well, but it has. If you have the dedication, you can you can develop a shot. Here's the issue. It's time. It's you. I know you say that, but Giannis has huge hands, and guys with big hands have trouble shooting because Kawhi is a very good shooter. Yes, he's the exception to the rule. Shaq, for instance, um, you know, Shaq um, is seven feet. Yeah, I know, and, I know, I know, but he, they, you know, his free throws. And he can't move. I know, I know, but his free, you know, you know what I mean. Because imagine trying to shoot a Nerf ball. You know, yeah, that's know. really difficult. So it's 
it's tough to get a shot. So what he should be doing is just playing in the high post so that he can get by people more effectively. He can't, because he, people are only guarding him 15 feet out anyway. So just playing the high post um, so he can get by people more easily. Um, you know, so he can post people up better. He's in a better position to catch lobs. He'd just be much, much better if he could play there. But whatever. Um, they're not us- utilizing him the right way. So that's why they're at six. The box, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Um, seven, I have your Utah Jazz, who you were so high about. Um, yes, they're 11 and four or whatever. Um, but they're, they're a little overrated. They've played some bad teams. They've played the Pistons and the Cavs and... Yeah, they have Rudy Gobert. He's a very strong center. And they have Donovan Mitchell. You already explained why they're very, very yeah. good. I think they're also very, very good. I think you're overinflating them a little tad. And I think their record is also a little bit overinflated. I, but I disagree. I, I agree. They're a top ten. Hey, I, I put them at number seven over a few teams that are very, very good. But, you know, I... I just don't see them being... I, I don't think they're a better team than the Clippers or a better team than the Pacers or a better team than the Sixers. Or the, I'd, say, or, yeah. I'd say they're a better team than the Clippers. I think between them and the Sixers, it's tough, but I'd still take them at um, this moment in okay. time. But whatever. Um, they, they, I mean, you know, they've beaten the Clippers. I forget there yeah. was one other good team that they beat. So, you know... Well, the Clippers also lost by 50 to the Mag- Mavericks. They're, when they lose, they lose. Yeah, I know, but they didn't have Kawhi. So, you know. Yeah. But anyway, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, okay, so you already explained it. I took Jazz at seven. Yeah. So at my seven, I have the Pacers. Um, the Pacers, uh, kind of, they're just, um, they're just the definition of, of a team. Their, um, their team is better than uh their parts. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, they just have, you know, they have Demontis Bonus, who's very good. Malcolm Brogdon, who's coming into their, into his own. Um, they just have a very, very well-rounded team. Um, a lot of solid guards. Demontis Sabonis is a very good presence on the inside. And, you know, if they can... I say they're seven right now, but they are liable to be a very, very good team just because of how well they move the ball around. Um, and I think they're just a much better coach team than most other teams. So I'm a big fan of the Pacers. I like how they play. Um, and, yep. you know, watch out for them because... They, I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see we see them in the finals this year. Yeah, hey, I mean, I took them at uh, six. You took them at seven, but, um, yeah. yeah, so let's, eight. This is a, I mean, this may come as a shock to you. Very much like the Pacers, I'm going to take the San Antonio Spurs because they are the most, they are the best coach team in the league with Greg Popovich. Yes. And they have... It's just so many great roles. It, it's a definition of a team. It's like old school, very, very good chemistry, everything, team. Yeah, yeah. Spurs. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, that's how they won five championships over the period of what, like 20 years or something crazy like that? Yep. Um, that's and that's they, why they've always they missed been a great the playoffs team. for the first time in 20 something years, uh-huh. and I don't see them doing that again this year because yeah they're not gonna miss them. yeah yeah you know it's, very, be- very good. Mm-hmm. it's because greg greg popovich is a great coach um he gets yep. the players that he knows will fit into his system he doesn't get players who are gonna ball hog um yeah so the spurs are really there good. is no ball hog on the spurs exactly no ball hog on the spurs exactly um so now i have at eight i have the suns so this is surprising because That's the suns used to suck yeah but um so the reason for this is that Devin Booker learned to be a little less of a ball, which I think is good. Um, it's helping the team. 
Um, DeAndre Aiden is coming into his own. Yeah, I, I'm getting to that. DeAndre Aiden is coming into his own, becoming a very good big man. And Chris, Chris Paul. Paul, he just transforms a team because, you know, he's still very good at, um, even though he is way past his prime, he's still very, very good. Still an incredibly good facilitator at the point guard position. And furthermore, he just gets his teammates to do the right thing. He gets his teammates to share the ball. He, um, you know, just his attitude on the team and his presence there means that other players are more inclined to pass when they see the results that that gets Chris Paul when he, you know, gives it the ball a lot. So um, he's the perfect um, guider, I think, to a young star in Devin Booker. And, you know, who knows? Um, I think that the Suns are going to have to get um, a little better to actually be in contention to win the... Um, the finals, I don't see that happening this year at all. I don't really even see them make, going deep in the playoffs, but they, they made themselves a pretty solid team. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I do have the Suns, but I'll just, I'll just list them off. Nine, I have the Warriors. <clears throat> Ten, I have the Suns. And that's because people are over Steph Curry. And Steph Curry is not over Steph Curry because he's putting up insane numbers. He is, like, if you look at some of his highlight plays, he's just like... He is very, very good, and it's ball oh, yeah. handling, and it's vision, Best shooter of all and time. it's shooting. It's just his shooting. Maybe not yet, but give him a couple couple more years, and then he will be, right? It's wait, like, wait, what it, do you mean? You, you don't, in a sport where, it's, where they've been playing for almost 100 years, you don't give the person who's actively playing and has only been a really relevant shooter for about five years... You don't give him the title of the best shooter of all time. You have he's to the wait best, until he's retired. He's the best three-point shooter of all time. Yes, definitely. Not necessarily the best shooter of all time because um, I think people equate like really good shooters with guys who can shoot from distance. But, you know, yeah. take a guy like Larry Bird does not miss from mid-range, and that's what makes him so effective. You know what I mean? Although the mid-range is, has kind of like dissolved in today's NBA. Yes, I know, but it's still so important. Kobe For Kobe... And Michael Jordan, two of the greatest players to ever play the game, that was their go-to. Mid-range, mid-range, yeah. mid-range. That was all they shot. And that's why well, they that were was so also, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough, okay. Yeah. So, I yeah, I get that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically, Warriors, they have Andrew Wiggins is, is really not a good defend, defender, but he's pretty good at offense. Yeah, he's pretty they, good. He's solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. Um, uh, is James Weiss. What, what's his name? James Wiseman. Very, Wiseman. very athletic center. Second coming to yeah. Dwight Howard. He's going to be Dwight Howard in a few years, but more committed. Which is, he's going yes. to be Dwight Howard, but he's good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, they're a good team. You know, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to maybe make a run or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's the Warriors, you know. Yeah, they're It's good. really funny how they went. They made the, they made the play, they made the uh, NBA championship. They were like. The number one dynasty for like four years. Yeah. The next season, they're the worst team in the league. Yes. So and now funny. they're back to being one of the most relevant. Yeah. San only because Francisco. they didn't have Kate. Yeah. Uh-huh. San- the Bay Area had a very um, not very uh, like had one of the like worst decreases in sports history. You have oh yeah the Warriors and the Niners and the Niners and then look at where they were, you know. But this passes. Oh no, the Niners was in the season with the Warriors. Oh with yeah, so it was over a period back. of two years. But still, pretty sad. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, so my number nine is the Trailblazers. Now, the Trailblazers on paper 
with Damian Lillard, one of the best scoring point guards in the league, just can do it all, really good three-point shooter, um, shoots a little too many threes, I think he should take it in a little more, he used to just be a driver, and he was really good at that, um, I think he shoots a little too much now, but he's still very good, very, very good, um, CJ McCollum is also just a really good crafty scorer, but they just can't put it together, CJ McCollum chokes in the playoffs, sorry, sorry CJ, but you do, um, Damian Lillard has to end up carrying them, and, you know, they're, they're unphenomenal apart from those two, um, their forwards kind of suck. Their center is not that good. Myers Leonard or whatever. Um, then their defense is not that good either. So basically all they have is a good backcourt. But that's not enough. Um, their backcourt isn't good enough to just carry them. The Warriors, you know, they rolled on a really good backcourt. But that backcourt was much better than Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. So. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that's fair. They're at nine. Um, so to round out my top ten... Um, you gave your reasons. I have the same. And that's the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. They were red hot in the bubble. And they came off to a, an 8-5 and five start. Good enough for... Tied for 5th best uh, in the league. They, um... What else is there to say? They're the Phoenix Suns. They have Aiton. They have uh, Chris Paul. They have... Um, what's his face? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Yeah, I was blanking the name. But anyway, yeah, you said it. Actually. You yeah. said it. That's what I think. You know, same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For my ten, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Um. Look, I put them in ten because they have a good record. I think they got a lot worse because of the James Harden trade. Um. Fact, I think I, I my real ten is the Warriors. Um. I should have. Yeah. I, I said ten is the Warriors. The Nets, yeah. man. They suck. Dang, like sorry, sorry. Was, that's one of the worst trades of. Of all time, that's gonna go down. In my yes. opinion, that's gonna go down as one of the worst trades of all time for the Nets. And we called because, it. And we called it. I mean, look. Remember, yeah. we called it. We called it. I said never played the game. I said, team, yeah, Kyrie's back. It doesn't matter. Like they're they're losing to the Cavs. They lost to the Cavs yesterday. The Cavs are one of the worst teams in the. Or actually, they're seven seven. Oh, they call Sexton the worst went off. But still, yeah. yeah, they're losing today. Colin Sexton isn't going off. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so funny. The Nets are not that good. They're so They're bad. Oh super over I think, I think and they lost seeing, uh, one of their better players in Karis Levert. And yeah, and you know, Kyrie funny. Irving and James Harden, they are so overrated. So, 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 so overrated. Especially Kyrie Irving. I'll bet you if any point guard had the green light to dribble as much as he did, they could be like as good as him. You know? It's just that, I don't know. Put yeah. up the same stats as him, I, I should say. This yeah. has become a rant on the Nets, but anyways, that'll round out our top 10. Um, I took the Lakers, 76ers, Bucks, Clippers, Celtics, Pacers, Jazz, Spurs, Warriors, Suns. Jackson took the Lakers, Jazz, Sixers, Clippers, Celtics, Bucks, Pacers, Suns, Trailblazers, Nets, if that sounds similar. It's because we had similar ideas, not exactly the same, but sort of similar. Anyways... That, that's our NBA Power Rankings, and that'll do it for the show today, right? Yeah. Just wanted to say, I'm ahead in the spread. Just saying. Yes, Just saying. you are, Asher. I'm going to keep that lead. I'm going to keep that lead. That is subject to change, though. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah, so thank you for listening. This has been your Weekly Sports Breakdown. Just a quick PSA. Um, we have an official Instagram account. Um, at weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown. Um, if you want to get notified when we post these episodes, because, I mean, it's a pretty time-sensitive 
podcast, you know, the championship games are going to happen on Sunday. So mm-hmm. you want to listen before Sunday, probably. So go check out that. Um, hit the hit the follow button, subscribe, whatever. I don't even know what happens on Instagram to do that. But you can, like, view that, whatever. Go on Instagram, do that whole thing, social media, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, so please also leave a review and comment. And this has been your weekly sports breakdown. Thank you. And don't forget to tune in next time. Uh, thanks, Jackson. Any last notes? Uh, no. Uh, okay. we hope you enjoy this upcoming, um, week, uh, you know, championship week of the NFL weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and you know, yeah. tune in next time to see how me and Asher do, because it's a close race. Um, Asher took the lead for the first time last, um, last, uh, week. So there's a lot of drama. Um, and yeah. Okay. So thank you so long and goodbye. Hey everyone, Asher here. Just wanted to say thank you for listening. You made it to the end of our show. Congratulations. Um, if you want, if you want to know whenever we upload a new podcast, just go over to Instagram and type in weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown to get a notification whenever we upload a new episode. And lastly, please make sure to leave a review down below and don't be afraid to give us comments on how we can improve our show or other things you think we could do. Until next time, this has been your weekly sports breakdown.